I'm Janessa Durrani. I'm an empowerment coach, business owner, wife, mom of two crazy teen boys, and have been successfully navigating my journey to my life by design. One where I'm 160 pounds lighter and working within my purpose and have rock solid daily practices to assure I stay there. Using that same methodology, I empower mothers who feel lost in motherhood to get curious about their next chapter so they can see with clarity what's possible without sacrificing their role as an amazing mom. And this is my podcast where each week in 20-ish minutes or less, I share my insights and strategies on how to start your journey from full-time motherhood to yourself and your life by design. We do this by dreaming big and implementing small to keep overwhelm at bay. I host an online community for midlife moms called A Daily Practice, and you're always welcome. And within the community, we have monthly themes to stay focused on one step of our journey at a time. This month's focus is connection. Last week, I talked about our self-created energy-eating monsters. What are they? How'd they come to be? And how we are the only ones who can tame them. We cannot connect with ourselves and others if we don't have the energy to care, to put in the work, to be present in the moment. Now this week, I want to brainstorm with you ways to make connecting easy. As recovering perfectionists, are you with me? Easy is not something we're comfortable with. A few weeks ago, one of my good friends on Facebook was posting photos of herself and her daughter on a trip. And I didn't know where they were, but of course the photos were fabulous. And there comes that piece of social media envy of like, where are they and what are they doing? And the thing is, she has three children and it appeared that she was just traveling with her middle child. And as it turns out, that was exactly what she was doing. They had gone abroad and she did a big post on travel with your children one-on-one. And she was going on and on about all the things that she was able to discover about her daughter by being with her on a trip by herself. And it was like, oh my God, I need to do that. I need to do that. Like... That is my goal right now, because as part of this month of connection within the community, one of the exercises we've done is really looking at who are the five most important people that we want to connect with, because we can't be all things to all people. We cannot. So who are those five that we hold close to us? And our requirement is you are one of them. So my children are obviously two of them. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to do this. So at dinner, I was talking to my family about like, you want to go on a trip just like you and me and you and me. And it was like, well, what would we do? And where would we go? And my husband's like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." so like, 
what about us when you go? And like, what are we going to do? And I was like, this would be a great opportunity for like us to split. You take this one. I take this one and we go somewhere separate. And that like brought up his anxiety. And the boys were like kind of overwhelmed with what the possibilities were and so forth. And by the end of the dinner, I was like, I'll just screw it. Forget it. Forget it. I thought this was an awesome idea. And you're just like all like poo-pooing everything, right? That's what we do. We get into this place. If we do have the ability within us to dream, to go to this big, huge place, she went abroad. I don't know what took them there. I don't know how much planning it involved. I don't know what the ramifications were for her other two children, what their plans are on why that I don't know any of those pieces, right? All I'm seeing is that I want what she has with her daughter, with my son, and I want to have it just like she did. But that's not the world that I live within. And I also know me that I am a recovering perfectionist, which means If I can't do it like over the top, it's not worth doing. So just forget it. Never mind. Similarly, I have my five original best friends from growing up. And we used to, pre-COVID, get together every 18 months. We would all fly to one location and spend a weekend of just catching up. And we haven't been able to do that. And so we just keep kind of putting it off and putting it off because we can't do the thing that we always did. Whereas we haven't been good about finding another way to connect on a regular basis in this new reality that we're in, right? And so thus we just keep putting it off and putting it off. And that's what I want to talk about today is how can we go from this big, wide dream of like, wouldn't it be awesome to take a two week vacation with my child on my own so that I can really understand our relationship and really get to the bottom of what he wants in his life and so forth and actually get to a place that's something that we can actually make happen Not someday, but today. So here are the few steps that I would love for you to think about as we go through this process of dreaming big and implementing small on the way that we connect. So first, we again need to understand who it is that we want to connect with. The five that I put on my list, my father, my son Zane, who's 16, my son Mir, who is 12, my husband, and then myself. So once you then know that, then you can start like playing in this up possibilities, right? And getting curious on what, what it is that we could do. And then what are the ways that you are connecting with them currently? And this is one of the exercises that I realized was that I am mothering my children all day, every day. I'm making sure that they're 
alive, mostly clean, teeth brushed, mostly. I feed them. I shuttle them around and so forth. But just because you are doing those things, does that mean you're connecting with them? I mean, that's better than, you know, if I had, there were times in my life when I had a nanny who I adored, who was doing most of those things for me. And so I didn't even have that, right? So now I have this opportunity to be there with them all the time. But just being there isn't enough. So what are the times and places that I'm already with them? And how am I connecting right now? And that was an eye-opener of like, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm in proximity, but am I connecting? And then what's our goal in connecting? So let's take this, uh, this idea of travel that whole idea, what was so interesting to me was spending time one-on-one and being able to really like have more than a 30-minute activity or a drive somewhere, really having opportunities to have experiences with each other one-on-one where it would then spur on other conversation and be able to have a deeper connection. That is my goal. Okay? So to have a shared experience one-on-one with my child so that we could have meaningful conversation does not require flying seven hours away and diving into another culture. It can, but it doesn't have to be. So once you understand that goal, back away from those original ideas and just go to that kernel, that core of what it was that is that intention, what is important. So what is that most grand way you could connect to get to that place? I could go again far-flung places, but now take it three steps back. I could go for a trip with him somewhere in the U.S., step it back one more place. We could go away for a weekend locally, step it back one more place. We could spend one entire day together, locally, having the experiences that he and I have shared or that he has that I don't have that I can learn more about what lights him up. You could even go back one step further and we could have a meal together by ourselves out in the world with one shared experience, perhaps a movie, like a half day, okay? See how you can, but the goal has not changed. It's all the superfluous part, the parts that make it big and fabulous and all the shiny, oh, look at all the shiny. 
take the shiny off. I just saw something on Instagram where it's like, my children are perfectly happy eating boxed brownies and coloring their eggs with markers. So why am I killing myself to make holidays so magical? It's my children who are the magic. And that just gives me goosebumps. That was like the perfect thing to see this morning because that is what I was thinking. It's not about all the stuff. It's about that shared experience. And maybe it was probably three or four years ago at this point. My little one loves hockey, loves hockey, used to play, doesn't play, but loves going to hockey games, also loves going to baseball games and still plays um, baseball. Zane and I, not so much. No, we can we could skip the sports activities. Um, I get roped in just because sometimes we do things as a family and Zane will be enticed by concessions. But it was a perfect opportunity. I had gotten tickets for Mir for a hockey game at a silent auction. And so he and my husband went to the hockey game and Zane and I spent an evening doing what he loved, which we went to a comic book store. We went to a game store. We went to, a, we found a restaurant in Boston where you can play board games while you're having dinner. And we, we still talk about it. It was one time, but it, it was that connection that we're looking for. So that is what I want to now create with my children. So by taking it three to four steps back, you really get to the heart of the connection with the simplest way of implementing it. That doesn't mean that someday you can't go to a four-flung place with your child or do all the things, or I could go to, you know, a silence retreat with my girlfriends and we could, to you know, connect on a, on a, incredibly deep level, you're not saying you can't do that ever. You're giving yourself permission to do something fabulous right now. That's easy. It doesn't have to be hard to be effective. Then look at the ways you're already interacting and then leverage that a little bit more. All the times that I am driving my children to and fro, how can I use that time more effectively? How can I have conversation starters? And that's the thing. Sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I don't really have other like, how was school today? What's going on here? Did you see this email? Oh, we have this thing coming up. Oh, don't forget this. It's an opportunity I use to like catch up on all the stupid stuff as opposed to like, what's that connecting part. And one of the things that we do at dinner, I have like six decks of these, like chat packs. So they're questions. There's one that's called Big Talk. And then we have several chat packs. And then there's another that have all of these different questions in them. And it is amazing conversation starter. So one of the things that I want to do is put one of those decks in the car. And so that way, my little one, we take him to um, occupational therapy twice a week. It's 40 minutes away. It's like prime time. 
Or are there ways that we can play games on our way? Or is there a way that we could listen to a podcast together or listen to a TED talk together? What are the things that I keep saying that I want to do with them, but we never have the time? Those are captured times. We're already with them. And then the last piece is how can you set this on autopilot? How can you make this a habit? So my little one, if we do something like this and he likes it, he wants to do it again and again and again and again and again. So sometimes I'm a little scared to introduce something new like this because then I'm on the hook, right? But that's where it matters. So if we were to say, okay, the first Saturday of every month, we swap. You take this one, I take this one, and we find something to do for a half day or a full day with them and have that experience. It needs to be set. It needs to become a thing. My whole shtick is a daily practice. It's all about creating habits to support us. I heard a James Clear from Atomic Habits quote that the other day, and I'm not going to say it correctly, but it could give you the gist, which is we don't rise to our goals. We fall to our strongest practice and or in our, our strongest system. So we could have these lofty goals that I'm going to connect with my child one-on-one once a month or once a day or once a week. But unless we have a system in place to make sure that happens, Business as usual always keeps us. We make sure that they're staying alive and so forth, but not necessarily connecting. So what can you do to create it as a habit? How can you schedule it? How can you set expectations for it? How can you get them involved in the process? How can you make this a thing? As perfectionists, we go to the biggest, most awesome possibility first and then immediately shoot it down because, yeah, it's the biggest, most awesome possibility. And who has the time and energy for that? And so then we choose the opposite, which is nothing at all. We defer our connection until that magical time when we'll have the time and the energy. And you know what I say about the perfect time. It's just like a magical unicorn. It does not exist. So likely that will be never. And then we start to feel guilty that more and more time has gone by and we still haven't connected. We get into that cycle of guilt. That's where I'm at with my girlfriends. I feel like, oh my gosh, we haven't gotten together. At the beginning of COVID, we were doing our... We were doing Zooms on on the regular, but now like who wants to do that? We want to go back to the old way, but we're not really ready for that yet. So what can we do? I saw a meme the other day that starts with go big or go home. And then that's crossed out. And under it, it says go small and show up. And that, my friends, is what we need to do. This goes to the same idea of other ways that we can connect with people. We can send a card. For me, 
I'm like, oh, I send happy mail. I have to have a decorated envelope. I've had to make my own paper. I have to go find the perfect stamp. I need to stuff it with artwork. I need to have it have the perfect card. No, no, my friend. This is just as much a message to me as it is to you. Send the card, make the call, reach out, send an email, do the simplest thing because you can do it today as opposed to imagine all the magical, fabulous things you could do someday, which is never. And then you will lament the fact like, I should have sent that card. It's been too long now. Their person has gone. I feel like I'm now in the age like I need to buy stock and sympathy cards. We don't need to make a four-course meal for someone who's hurting. We can drop off six cookies. I also saw somewhere that was like, stop saying, how can I help? Just help. Instead of asking the person to tell you what they need, anticipate something you know they will need and just do it. It will make a huge impact. So stop and go through these steps to really lean into what is most important for you and for the ones you want to connect with. Be present, be kind, don't delay. Find the single easiest way to connect. Are you living in your life by design? One that has all the pieces in place, allowing you to work within your purpose, have the time and energy you need to focus on yourself? Or are you delaying creating it until the perfect time? Or feel that it's selfish to live that life as a mom? I would love for you to take one minute right now and book your complimentary 30-minute Priorities Power Session where we'll quickly get to what matters most and create a bite-sized implementation plan to get you there. No obligation, no strings attached. Give yourself the gift of 30 minutes. You're so worth it. Book it today at janessadurani.com or check out the link in this week's show notes. And then join me next week as I talk about the simplest, most effective way to connect to yourself and others.